Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do a combined Q&A and Would You Rather podcast. Um, we have previously done these before. We've done one Would You Rather podcast, which I think I did on my own. Uh, me and Robert did, I think we've done three of those before. I don't think I did any of those on my own. I think you you were involved with those, so uh, you can have a look out for those as well. But we're here to do another one Um and uh, I think we should just jump straight into things. We've got some would you rather scenarios and some just general Q&A questions. I did put out there to the audience. It doesn't have to be something related to entertainment. But it can be or it can be something random. It's uh, entirely up to the audience. So uh, let's jump into those. Yeah, there's the first one. Uh, Harry says, don't want to get too political here. But given you are from the UK and the US, I think he's referencing me and you being from me the uk and you from the us how do you feel both countries are handling the virus uh so of course we're run by um i must said donald trump uh boris johnson and you're run by donald trump so that's the situation there um but yeah i'll go to, i'll go to you first i suppose how do you feel like the situation's being kind of handled uh well, obviously it's not been handled the best no the problem is is i don't think you can lay it at any one person's feet because there are too many factors involved. Um, and that's been something that's been covered in some of the uh, Facebook groups that I'm in just showing the, uh, um, not the hypocrisy I want to say, but it's like hypocrisy adjacent of so many of the politicians involved because some will say this and then you, the internet having infinite memory. Somebody goes back to like two, three, four weeks before that when they were saying the complete opposite. And I don't want to say hypocrisy directly because like with anything else, things change from time to time. Um, but there's just been so much not accurate information. Everything's changed so much from every organization, from the, the U.S. government, from the World Health Organization, from other institutes, things like that. I'm not going to say it's great. Um, I'm not going to say it's bad. I just think that until everybody really gets on the same page, I don't think anything's going to be going well on the way of being better. Um, I think there are people that just need to go away, but I'm not going to name them because that's just my personal opinion. Um, I do think there's been a lot of bad faith in some people in how they've been handling it. Um, and unfortunately, that's the time that we live in and that uh, politics is very polarized and very tribal in the sense that I've got my side and you've got your side and that's just the sides that there are. Um, past that, I there's just so much information that and I don't want to say like fake news or anything, but there's just so much information that conflicts with other things. Yeah, I just can't get a real sense of what's really going on. Yeah, um, I think for us in the UK, um, I feel like we were one of the countries that went into lockdown last, and it was just as as a couple of those weeks went by, and like, okay, this country's gone into lockdown, that one's done it, that one's done it, and I was thinking like, okay, we we will need to do that eventually. Um, I think we went into lockdown a little bit too late. Um, the the rules were pretty clear, at least to, to me. Obviously, it can be different per person. Uh, the rules for what was set in the UK was pretty clear, which you know from from the start, which was. Uh, stay at home as much as you can. If you can work from home, do that. Keep your distance. Wear gloves and masks. Wash your hands. Pretty pretty simple stuff. Um, and then the the furlough stuff started happening. And then the eighty percent of the government would pay eighty percent of wages or something like that. Um, so that started happening. But 
um, the, the the thing where that kind of broke for me is uh, one of the things because Boris obviously made made the announcement himself on I think it was BBC or whatever at the time, and he said like, okay, if you're if you're caught outside by the police and you can't give like a good enough reason as to why you're outside, because there's lot there's also different things that can be emergencies for different people, uh, whether it's um, you know picking up like me- medical stuff for lots of different things that that could be for uh picking up food or if you're going out for your, your one walk for the, for the day or whatever what it what, whatever it is uh, there's also different reasons you could be outside and one of the things he said at the time was like okay you you if you're not found with a good enough reason like if you're sunbathing or i, I don't know something silly like that that you'll be fined and everyone's sort of thinking like okay we'll, we'll see how much of the because we have the the police over here and all that, and uh, they, they they call them no, they call them police over there. They they called like cops or whatever. It's there. it's multiple terms: police, police officer, right. uh, cop, things like that. Yeah, um, but then if, even before, way before all the virus and all that sort of thing, police have never really been at least from where I live. Obviously, um, I can't speak to other locations. They've never really been that present. Period, unless like something has actually happened and one of the things i was thinking at the time was like okay will will the police actually be out like finding people and that sort of stuff and just never saw any police anywhere that were able to to find anybody and then there was there was some like news reports and stuff at the time of like okay this person's been caught and that person's been caught it was happening little bits here and there but nowhere near as much as what it kind of needed to be and uh, i saw some people outside for like unnecessary reasons and things like that and i just never saw any police anywhere so it it, it that that for me was where it broke where like okay you set these pretty clear rules and like i understood them and all that and followed them to, to the best of what i could but the part where that breaks is okay if you break those rules and there's the threat of being fined i just didn't see that happening at all and um yeah, that that was one of the things that kind of broke that down. And uh, to to kind of go off of what you said, obviously things have changed since then. Pubs have opened in the UK and various different places and, and that sort of thing. It very much does feel like, okay, what is the message at the moment? It's like, okay, what are you supposed to... I mean, at the moment for me, it's still like, okay, wash your hands, wear gloves and mask if you're, if you're going outside or if you're uh, going to shops and things like that. Keep your distance from people. I, I still only go out when I need to do that for stuff. Um so I've still kept sort of sticking to that and everything. But uh, it's gotten to this point where, like, th- this whole idea of, like, okay, you can be in a social bubble. Like, what what the hell does that even mean? Um, and th- this kind of thing of, like, oh, two households can kind of combine. And it's like, well, don't they They shouldn't really. Because if, you, if you've been living with, let's say you've been living with three people or two people. And then there's a household next to you. And you go and hang out with them for a couple of hours. You, that's it's it's going against the social distancing kind of thing and that's not i just don't get the this whole new thing about like oh you can be in a social bubble like what what does that i don't get what that's supposed to mean but uh yeah i we we haven't handled it that great um for, for, in terms of the quality it's been okay i just think that the uk in general has been too slow to do certain things that's the most thing that i've kind of noticed we were too slow to go into lockdown we were too slow to just do other stuff as well so um yeah that's my kind of thoughts on the uh handling of the situation uh cassidy says is there any ip that even though have been around for a while you would like to see more of uh i personally love supernatural and it's a shame that the spin-off never happened because uh, supernatural's got 16 seasons 15 seasons yeah yeah i think they've got like two episodes left to air which they can't finish at the moment because of the virus and that uh, for me, uh, I'd go to Toy Story. Um, I think that there's a gap where, 
in the story of where you could tell with okay so you had the first three films of andy you got plenty of time in there with that that story's told it's done andy went off to college toy story 4 you go to bonnie and it seems like she's just kind of got the one film I think there's kind of a space to where like okay may- maybe you do or you don't do a Toy Story 5 I don't know what that looks like necessarily but I think there's a possibility that if you go back to where Bonnie first got given Woody and Buzz and all the toys from Andy and he left and it was all sad and emotional maybe you could do like a little Disney Plus series of like okay the, the just because the, there was surely more time that those toys spent with with Bonnie because there was like when you go from the end of Toy Story 3 to the, the start of Toy Story 4 there's clearly been some time that's passed, and I would just like some little stories from that kind of uh, time period, I suppose. Um, I don't know what you could do with it necessarily, but I would just be pretty much happy to see most things from the Toy Story uh, world. So, how about you? Any IP that's been around for, like, I don't know, a bunch of films or a bunch of seasons or that sort of stuff? Uh, well, going back to Supernatural, I think there was, like, two or three different episodes that I vaguely remember that were supposed to be, like, spinoffs that didn't happen. Um, because I know there was like one in Chicago where it was like some families of monsters that were kind of run, running things mob boss style that there was supposed to be a, a spinoff that never happened. There's there like one with like some of the, uh, Mary, pe- the people that were influenced by Mary was supposed to get a spinoff, I think at some point. Yeah. One, um, I think one of them was supposed to be called Wayward Sisters. That was supposed to be yeah. the name of one of the shows, but that never got put forward. I think they've tried yeah, to do it twice, the, but it... it yeah, didn't. that one was like one of the adopted uh, kids from the cop friend Okay. Um, that was that was friends with Bobby for a while. I think she adopted a bunch of kids, and they were out fighting demons and whatnot, so... Cool. Um, but out of that... Um, hard telling, really, because most of the shows either went way too long... Or way too short. Um, the only real exception to that was The Good Place. And as much as I love The Good Place, I like the fact that they stood their ground of this is our story, this is where it ends, and we stick with it. And I know you were a huge fan of The Good Place. Um, so, I mean, I would have loved a couple more seasons of that because I really liked the show. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I honestly can't think of anything really that jumps out of my head is something that it's been around for a while but i would love to see more of it or a new version of it um maybe a transformer movie that doesn't suck ass um (laughs) you know you know i don't know what traumatized michael bay in his childhood but i don't understand his need to ruin mine um (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know maybe maybe like a revamp of the gi joe cartoon but i just I don't see that going well. I see that just being done really, really bad. Who who owns that? I have no idea. Hasbro, so. I think, or oh, whoever Hasbro. owns Hasbro now, because they've been bought out a couple, three times. Okay. I know Wizards of the Coast owned Hasbro at some point, or the other way around, where Hasbro owned Wizards of the Coast, one of the two. Who who made all like the? Because that's had like TV shows and films before. Who who did all that stuff? At, at, believe it or not, that was the for the original G one Transformers. The character backgrounds and characters' names were all written by Marvel writers. That was originally a Marvel property. Huh. There's a a great uh, show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us, and they do a um, they do a deep, deep, deep dive on Transformers in one of the episodes. And there was a lot of stuff I really had no idea about, and it was really fascinating. But that also triggered a memory as I, I would have to look and find it, but I know I still have it somewhere. There was a 
a three-way crossover on a Transformers comic book that I still have to where it was Transformers getting attacked by G.I. Joe and the whole incident being covered by Peter Parker in a symbiote suit, Peter Parker. That's pretty cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I know vaguely-ish where it is. I'd have to look to see if it's still in good conditions because, unfortunately, with comic books, if you don't put them away right and forget about them, they tend to go horribly, horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got to imagine that it wouldn't be that expensive to replace it because that's, you know, even in a, on an expensive label, you know, that retail, that's maybe like a $20, $30 car comic book. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, I've got to read the end of The Walking Dead. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I haven't read that, but I've got, I've, I've had the, I think it ended like a year ago or something. I don't know why I haven't well, it, read it's, the, the it, last year. It falls into the same category of we've been on lockdown for how long and when this first started, everybody said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to learn to read books and I'm going to, get in shape i'm gonna exercise at home and what are we doing we're on the couch watching uh tiger king for the fourth time <laughs> well not you because you refu- you saw the one episode and then you refused to watch any more of it but still yeah, you, you'd have to pay me to, to watch that but nonetheless um yeah so yeah I, i'd like some more uh and you know you've got a streaming service there you've got disney plus you don't have to make a toy story 5 but i, w- I would just like okay what what else did they yeah, more, more more time with kind of Bonnie and you know, see, seeing as Andy got three films and she got one, there was obviously more time spent there. So, uh, what was some of that stuff? I don't know. So, because uh, you could, you could easily do like a little, I don't know, thirty minute, ten episode a season, couple of seasons maybe, and uh, there you go. So, uh, Brian says you have both talked about games from the nineties being remastered or remade, but what would Robert like to see from games uh, from his era and time? So, of course, the nineties is more kind of my time period, you know, Crash Bandicoot, etc. Um, but what about from your time? Is there any particular games you'd like to see remastered, remade, come back in some way, shape, or form? See, the thing with that is that most of them already have been remade. Um, Every time Nintendo comes out with a new console, we get new Mario, we get new Zelda, we get new kart racing, we get new Smash. Um, you know, Microsoft constantly brings back some of their old properties. We're getting Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which isn't even that far into my past, but it's still getting remastered. Um, I honestly cannot think of a game that had its run... And isn't coming back. I mean, the only real option on those is like MMOs, but that whole concept of MMOs outside of World of Warcraft has kind of died off for the most part. I know that one's still around. And I honestly can't think of another MMO that could make a comeback. Um, obviously, Elder Scrolls Online is still a thing. Um, they're still you know, kicking around. I don't know how active that is. And, and there are some online games like eve online and things like that but i don't know that that would technically count um yeah i mean when i look at something like world of warcraft i think like okay that's a game series that could make a big comeback because it's still a big name but i just kind of think you know you've got multiplayer games you've got 200 battle royale games or whatever it feels it feels like a very big crowded market and i just don't know um what World of Warcraft could necessarily do to stand out. Yeah. I'm not saying it couldn't, but like it's, it's, it's a very crowded space. Maybe the Wing Commander series. Um, we are getting a new Microsoft Flight Sim this year, so that's at least mm. interesting. It's not yeah. really... An, I mean, that's kind of more of a 90s game in terms of when it came out. But, um, you know, Wing Commander could probably 
do a reboot and not be terrible. Hmm. Bard's Tale got a reboot. Um, maybe King's Quest series, maybe Space Quest series, but I'm kind of reaching grasping the stars at that point. So, hmm. okay, cool. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. But yeah, in terms of the 90s games as well, I mean, most of them are being done, and most of the ones that I've wanted to get remastered mm-hmm. and remade have been. Um, but uh, that was that question. Zoe says, I know Matt dislikes both coffee, Guinness and coffee, so which, this is a would you rather, uh, so which would he rather drink? Uh, there's a question here for you, but I'll answer the, the high one okay. first. Um, I dislike both of these drinks a lot. I've only drink drunk I've only drunk uh, Guinness once. I don't think I actually finished the pint because it was so bad. Um, I just just for the record, when I ordered Guinness at that point, there was m- most of the other drinks I knew for some reason weren't available at that pub at that time. I don't know why, but uh, this was this was a couple of years ago. Um, I thought it was horrible. I I just couldn't even finish a drink, and I think somebody else that I was uh, drinking with at the time was like, "Hey, Matt, I've got you like a beer or something." So I just put the Guinness. I was like, "I don't care about this Guinness now. I'm gonna have this uh, drink that, that a friend offered me." So, um, yeah, it's it's not a drink that I like at all. Um, coffee, 
I don't dislike it as much as Guinness, but it's just, I don't know, I prefer like a cup of tea. Obviously, I'm British, so that obviously makes some sense as well. But uh, British people still, my dad drinks coffee and, and stuff like that. Me and my mum drink uh, tea. Uh, I think my sister drinks tea. Um, I think of my, of my family members, my dad is the one who mainly drinks coffee. Uh, maybe a couple of other people. So picking between the two of them, I can tolerate coffee. If I have to, if I have to drink something and pick between these two, there's there's no way it's going to be Guinness. I I don't want to ever have to drink that again. Um, but coffee, like it, it will be difficult for me to drink because I don't like it. But I will be able to tolerate it. Plus, I'll, I'll just drink it slowly and like it will soon be kind of finished. So, um, and then she says from that, uh, choose two drinks that Robert doesn't like and do the same thing. Well, weirdly enough, coffee is a drink that I I don't hate it, but I don't really actively drink it for two reasons. One, I'm not a big fan of drinks that you have to fuss with. Like, you can't yeah, just have yeah. a coffee anymore. It's a half-calf, decaf, uh, <laughs> mochaccino, lacaccino, alpacino, cappuccino, you know, rappuccino <laughs> kind of a thing. And the second one was I kind of got scarred at an early age. So, fun little story. Uh, my grandfather grew up during the, the Depression, and so everything was used and everything was like taken to the extreme in terms of intensity. And he used to drink his coffee strong. I mean like black tar spoon standing straight up strong. Um, and the, the kind of the rule was that when we were at the lake cabin, which is a tiny little cabin on this tiny little man-made lake that, you know, kind of been bodged together for this, that, and the other, um, you, uh, put in you know how like when they're when you're making like a, a pot of, of coffee it's like one scoop and that's the pot yeah he would put in four scoops for the pot ah. so obviously the house rule was is that he made his pot first and he drank that whole pot and then you would run a water through the same grounds and that was considered the strong coffee and then you ran water through the grounds the third time and that was the weak coffee so i'm like eight years old I'm first up outside of Grandpa. He's down there drinking his coffee, and I'd never had coffee before. So I'm like, what's that? He's like, here, go ahead and drink some of that, kid. That'll put hair on your chest. And, uh, uh, man, did that not taste good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, Holy I crap, did that not taste good. And I think I've maybe had five cups of coffee since then in my life. And we're going on almost 40 years now past that point. Mm-hmm. Um, past that, I'm not a big fan of sweet drinks. It's like when I go like hit a drive through or something, I'll tend to get diet soda and it's not a calorie thing. It's just, I don't like overly sweet drinks. It's like when I drink tea, I won't put any sugar in it. Um, I'll just drink it straight. Um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really my only real preference. I'm not very picky in terms of things like that. Um, I'll eat pretty much anything. I kind of have the advantage of growing up in Bloomington, like I've talked about. Even though it's a super small town, I mean, one end to one end is maybe 10, 15 miles apart. Um, Culturally, it's very diverse. You can find a wide array of foods of pretty much any background at any point in time. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, I've seen there's a Thai restaurant that's been there since like 1975. Um, and the same restaurant owned by the same family just passes down the generations. Cool. Um, and right now it's, there's a big Indian kick. I know Indian food's really popular in the UK, but that's starting to become a big thing now. There's been like 
seven indie restaurants that's opened up in the last five years. Um, so it's just one of those things that, you know, I've experienced a lot of things, not as much as I'd like to, but I can say I've tried that more often than I say I haven't tried that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not really anything I dislike. I mean, there's things obviously I really enjoy. Um, I'm a big fan of pizza. Um, I'm a big fan of burgers, obviously. Uh, big fan of euros. Uh, but there's not really a whole lot that I actively dislike. Cool. Uh, just for my opinion as well, I think the most underrated drink is chocolate milkshake. So that's a pretty awesome drink. Um, so that's that question. Uh, Natalie says, uh, what would you both like to change about your lives or with your lives? Uh, so what would you both like to change? Um, I mean, this virus going away would be would be really, really helpful to start with. Uh, then I wouldn't have to avoid people that don't know how to avoid me. Um, so that would be good as well. Um, you know, if, I, if entertainment talk was like my full-time job, I suppose that would be good. Um, that would be really good as well. Um... It's certain, I'm not going to get too personal with this, but there's a few family things I'd like to change. Obviously, everybody's got their own, like, you know, personal problems and family problems and things. But uh, there's, there's a couple of family issues that I think could be sorted out a little bit simpler than what they uh, are. Uh, yeah, they, they, they could be sorted out a little bit more simply than what they're being sorted out at the moment. Um, but that would be good as well. Um, I don't know. Apart from that, I mean, like, yeah. I'm uh, fairly satisfied otherwise, from at least from what I can think about. I mean, you know, my mental health improving would be good as well. Um, and that sort of stuff. I'm not going to get too deep with that kind of stuff, but um, that would be good. Uh, but other than that, I can't think of too much on the spot necessarily. How about you? Uh, I mean, there's a couple things. It's not so much a regret. It's just a thing that I've accepted. Um I mean, I've said this before. I've been very open about my life. I'm 46. I don't have any kids. Um, I would have liked to have been a, a father, but in the same vein, I come from a freakishly big family. Like, I'm not even joking, big family. My, I am the second oldest of about 20 cousins on just my dad's side. And when you expand that to them and they're all having kids, uh, three years ago, my cousin, his oldest, graduated from high school, which... Is, is about 18-ish here in the States. And I will not have a cousin that does not have a kid graduating from high school for the next 12 years. That is not even a joke. Um, that is how big my family is. So, you know, on the one hand, I kind of wish I had kids, but on the other hand, that's, the, I mean, that's just a lot of family to deal with. We legitimately, we have to rent out a banquet hall of, a more than average size to have a full family reunion. Um, past that, I mean, there's always things that we're critical of on ourselves. Always things that we wish we could do or not do. Mm-hmm. And my only real wish would be that I had the motivation to do them. I could do them. I just choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. One of the really, really big one for me is, um, you know, telling my parents about my sexuality and stuff. That would mm-hmm. be, I mean, that's I could go and tell them right now, I suppose. But um, yeah, just just haven't really found the I don't know if strength is the word to use to to do that. But um, well, it does well, take like, a certain amount of uh, character and strength to do that because you're you're yeah. really just putting your heart out there. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, that's like that's the thing that is 
solvable. It's just going to be a case of uh, time and patience, I suppose. So, uh, but other than that, like yeah, this this virus going away and being able to walk around without having <laughs> to avoid people would be really good. Uh, I I can't stress enough how bad people are in uh, where where I live at social distancing because they just they, I mean they don't even do it. Um, and uh, yeah, just just a, just a really short short story from last week because I go to the shops once a week. Uh, I'll, I'll try and make this as as quick as I can. Uh, there's a shop that I go to. It says two customers at a time. Obviously, no one follows that rule apart from me because people just don't socially distance. Um, there was this one woman with me outside the shop. However, she was a slightly older older woman, and um, she was waiting outside the shop with me. So she obviously followed the rules as well. There was one person in the shop. So there was two people in the shop. They both came out near enough at the same time. Those two went in uh, before. Sorry, those two came out, but before they came out, um, there was these two guys. Did maybe slightly older than me or whatever. Um, they, um, came along as well, they queued up behind me and this, um, slightly older woman, uh, the two people came out of the shops, I thought, okay, it's empty now, I'll go in, this other woman will follow me in, I went in the shop, um, and then she came in shortly after, she was a little bit more slower with walking, so obviously she got in slightly after me and that, but uh, I started picking up my stuff and, and that sort of thing, um, and then I turn around and the two guys who were queued up behind us just walked in as well. So now it was four of us in the shop, including the shopkeeper who's walking around for various different things. So I'm like, great, there's supposed to be two of us in here and the shopkeeper behind the till. And there's five of us in here. Well, four if you don't include the shopkeeper. Um, yeah, that's just a, a, a little example of the lack of social distancing around here. So there's that as well. Um... Yasmin says, how do you both feel about the sports you both follow? So, of course, I follow the, well, Man United in the Premier League. Uh, that's the British sports that's called football. You guys call it soccer over there. Um, like I said in, in some of the housekeeping sections recently, they're doing really well. They scored five goals on, um, what day did they play? Monday? I can't remember what day it was. It might have been Saturday. Yeah, it was on Saturday. Uh, they scored five goals, only letting two. Um, it's a case of, like, you know, selling the bad players getting the good ones um and uh, we're, we're in this sort of shift at a moment where man united dominated the premier league for 25 years we've won 13 of those league titles we've won a bunch of other stuff as well um arsenal have really fallen off the last time that they won the league was 2003 um they did that unbeaten they're the only team that's done that um they're now 10th in the premier league so that kind of shows you how much they've fallen off there's a lot of teams in the Premier League that are in a in a kind of transition phase, and Liverpool happened to be one of the ones that isn't, and they won the league this season. So that's kind of the the situation with that. But overall, in terms of you know my own football club, uh, I'm kind of happy with what we're, with uh, where we're at. Uh, plus, we're in the FA Cup semi final, so hopefully we'll be in that in a couple of weeks. Um, how about you? The sports that you follow? Uh, well, there's not really a whole lot of sports going on right now. Mm. Um, baseball yeah. hasn't started up yet. Um, football is uh, would have preseason starting soon, but that's not happening. They're still kind of debating on uh, the NBA getting back together. Um, and I do count motorsports as a sport because it's a very physical thing to do. So that has kind of started getting back, but... And it's easier to watch without fans, um, but it is still a little difficult to see that without fans because fans are so much of a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, uh, really kind of hard because there's there's just nothing happening. 
I would like it to start up soon, obviously, but obviously it's gonna, you know, you're gonna have to be safe um, with everything. But past that, it's, you know, it's not really an issue right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, with my with uh, sports that I follow, and that um, when we get to next season, which this season, the end of this season will go straight into the start of the next one, just because it was obviously delayed and stopped for a little while. Um, so yeah, we we could maybe like challenge for the title next season. It depends who we buy, who we sell, what we're successful with. Um, Chelsea are doing pretty well. Uh, they're in quite a good spot. They've actually just signed uh, Timo Werner, a German striker. He's really good. Uh, they they're in quite a good spot. Liverpool will probably just strengthen again next season. Uh, they'll be title contenders. Um, you remember that Man City ban, the the Champions League for two years? They've got their appeal for that next mm-hmm. week to see what's going to happen with that. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Speaking of sports, um, have you seen Home Game on Netflix yet? Home Game. I don't think I have. No. Mental. It's a documentary where it goes to different areas of the world where only that small little area plays that sport. And so the opening episode, they're in Florence, Italy, um, playing Calico Storico. Have you heard of that? I'm probably mispronouncing that. No. Uh, imagine Man City versus uh, Liverpool, but each side has 27 players on each side of the field. And to advance the ball instead of uh, kicking it or headbutting it or passing it, it mostly involved bare knuckle, bare fisted boxing. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. It's basically, you know, what you would consider football with three times the field size and mixed martial arts. Hmm. So when I say when I say mental, I mean mental. <laughs> and that's just the first episode. I haven't had a chance to watch it past that. So okay, I'm gonna have to have a look at that. So, uh, but that's what. Yasmin said, Tyler says, uh, Matt, you can either, so I guess this is a, this is a would you rather kind of situation, uh, you can either talk with Tom Hanks or Kiefer Sutherland on a podcast, who's it going to be? Um, I love both these guys, they've entertained me for different roles, obviously Kiefer Sutherland is Jack Bauer on 24, Tom Hanks for four um, Toy Story films and a few of the uh, um, uh, Disney shorts and, and that sort of stuff. Um, I feel like I would have more to say to Tom Hanks. Um, obviously, the, I, I, I'd mainly talk about him, you know, about uh, obviously his his role as Woody and like how he got on with uh, Tim Allen as as Buzz and and all that sort of stuff. So I'd have that to talk to him about. Uh, obviously, with Twenty Four, there is nine seasons, so there's a fair bit to talk about there. Um, but I don't know. I I sort of feel, you know, like with, with Toy Story and Tom Hanks and Woody, that goes back to like 1995, which is literally the year after I was born. So. That character's been around my enti- my entire life, whereas Jack Bauer hasn't. Now, I'm not saying I like one more than the other, but um, overall, I think I'd go with Tom Hanks, um, just because I feel like I, I feel like there would maybe be a deeper conversation. There. I'd love to talk to both of these guys, obviously, and, and meet both of them. That would be really great as well. But uh, I feel like I'd have a deeper conversation with uh, with Tom Hanks. Um, I'd probably get quite emotional talking to both of them anyway. But uh, no, that would be that would be pretty fun. So. Uh, what do you think yeah. of that? Uh, well, speaking of Tom Hanks, have you seen what they consider the screen test for uh, the original Toy Story? No, I haven't looked at any of that stuff. Uh, basically what it is is they were pitching this. They wanted to pitch this to Tom Hanks, but they didn't really have a way to 
get him the concept because this is very early on in uh, CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was they took the audio from uh, his uh, stint on uh, Turner and Hooch, which was an old movie back in the day that he did. Yeah. And then they did the CGI of Woody and Buzz, but it was to the audio of that. And that's what they used to sell him on doing the voice for an animated movie. Oh, cool. I'll have to look that up and see. Uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube about. somewhere. Probably, so. yeah. There's a lot of them sort of like auditions things on uh, on on uh, YouTube and stuff. But um, no, I'd love to talk to both of these guys, but I just feel like I'd have, yeah, like I said, a deeper conversation with uh, yeah. Hanks. So we shall see. Um, maybe, may, who knows? Maybe one day. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. uh, finally, this is the last question. Lucy says, um, "What is the best and worst TV show on every network and streaming service?" I think we'll cover the main big ones. Obviously, there's a bunch of little channels out there and stuff. Uh, let's start with Netflix. I think the best show on Netflix is unbelievable, um, and I think the worst show is The Island. Uh, what do you think is the best show on Netflix? Uh the best show. I really can't say the best show just because there's such a wide range of original content versus um, that. Um, Something I haven't seen yet, but I think I could nominate for the worst show. There's actually a show on Netflix called The Floor is Lava. And it's exactly what you would expect it to be. It's a game show where you have to jump from oversized furniture to oversized furniture with fake lava as the ground and if you fall in then you're quote out slash dead um it's just so bizarre to make a game show out of something you did in your living room when you were five years old i've seen that actually that show um yeah best show i can tell you i enjoyed the dragon prince a lot that was really good the the two punisher series i enjoyed a lot those were really good um there's a, a show out there from China called The King's Avatar. I think that was the one I found most interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. see if it says where it's actually filmed at real quick. Hang on. Okay. But, yeah, things like Stranger Things as well. That's Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know The Crown's got a lot of praise, but I've never seen any of those episodes. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that either. Yeah. Uh, where is it filmed? Uh, it's filmed in China. The language is Mandarin, so obviously there's a lot of subtitles for most of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the basic premise is that uh, esports is the hugest thing. Just imagine, like, Man U, only it was like a, an esport, but it had the same, like, hype and level and news coverage and funding and money behind Man U in this esport. It's like it takes place. We see um, their top tier uh, player, and he's coming out of a building that's basically a twenty-five story skyscraper, and that's the the esports team's office. They have like private chefs and dormitories, and they have uh, the primary team, and they have like two second and third and fourth tier like second lead uh, leads uh, teams that kind of manage the MMO stuff. Um, and the guy's like at the top of his league. He's like the best like Pele and uh David Beckham and uh uh who's that new guy that uh, uh the one that everybody wants when they're playing FIFA whose name I can't remember just imagine all three of those rolled into one and he's been like the top guy for 10 years 
Ronaldo? then this new young. Yeah, Ronaldo. I don't yeah. know why I couldn't come up with his name. But yeah, he's those three characters. In terms of like skill and popularity, he's like those three people rolled into one. Uh, but then the team manager brings in a young upstart to replace him and train him, and he just decides to retire. And But nobody knows who he is because his whole career he's had a mask over his face because that's actually quite common in China for people wearing masks. And so he just goes back into obscurity and gets a job as a, a network manager at an internet cafe. And then it's like 40 episodes, about 40 minutes each of just his trials from going from the top to the bottom and then trying to get back to the top. Uh, it's a lot of subtitles. You have to do a weird kind of suspension of disbelief because it's an MMO. Basically, they got turned into an eSport. But for the eSport rules... You have characters with like different stats and different uh, equipment, and so it's not something that would be in a traditional, you know, esport where everybody's basically on the same playing level in terms of your character. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of mixes back and forth between the MMO and the esports thing. But it kept my attention. I mean, it was forty episodes, and I finished it. I didn't binge it. I'd watch like one here, two there, one there, three there, depending on weekday, weekend, whatever. Um. The only real bummer in it is that they didn't subtitle the songs, and there's some really beautiful music in it. Cool. And apparently this is based off of a manga, but I can't really find anything specific to that, so... Cool. Um, So that's Netflix. Um, What about HBO? I know you don't have HBO. Don't have it, so I can't really comment. Uh, The best show on HBO... If I say Game of Thrones, everyone's going to unsubscribe. Um... Uh, so I'll I'll give I'll give an alternate answer I suppose. Um, so I can't say the why because I haven't finished it. I've still got two seasons left, and they could be terrible seasons. I don't know. I don't think that they're going to be. But uh, got that. Uh, I did really really like Silicon Valley a lot, but I really did not like the ending. So I, I can't say Silicon Valley. Uh, Watchmen was really good. Um. So yeah, if I'm to give an alternate answer, I think I'll say Watchmen. But there's been a lot of really, really good shows on uh, HBO. Uh, Westworld was really, really good as well. I think Westworld just had its best season, uh, the, the third one. Um, what was the other one? I can't think of what it was, but uh, yeah, those those are some of the best ones. The worst one, um, just in terms of least entertaining, uh, like out of all the bunch of HBO shows uh Betty which was on there pretty recently it was it was quite good um but it it was just lacking a little bit of life in in certain places so I'll, I'll probably say that but I don't, I don't think that there's many shows on HBO apart from maybe like True Detective season 2 but then that's a that's a specific season and not a specific show uh that was a pretty bad season of TV um but uh, other than that I can't think of too many shows on HBO where I'm like okay that was terrible um, like for any particular reason, so that's kind of my answer to that. Um, see, if I say Hulu, we don't have access to Hulu over here. Um, yep. but how many? Oh, I did forget good? that I did. Uh, they did have like a freeview weekend of just the Watchmen, uh, so I did see that, and so I am familiar with that. I did like it. I thought it was very true to the style of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as for uh, Silicon Valley, man, talk about a way to terminate your career that uh, TJ Miller did. That was insane. Yeah. Did that make it over to the state, to the UK rather? Yeah, I said that I watched it. No, I mean TJ Miller suiciding his career. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
we, we, we know about that that kind of stuff um yeah hulu i mean the, the, the one series that comes to mind is handmaid's tale um that's that's a show that is really really good but it's time for it to finish i think mm-hmm. um what about you best and worst hulu show uh, I mean, Runaway, I season, get, Runaway Season 3 was, was kind of bad. See, I couldn't get into Runaway. I never started it because of how they advertised it um, made absolutely no appeal to me. Because at least over here in the States, they advertised it as the OC um, meets Marvel, which for those people in the UK, the OC is basically... The the most similar thing would be the only way is Essex, but it just imagine the people more vapid and useless. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I had no interest in watching that at all. Yeah. It, it, um, it was two good seasons there, and then the third season just. I don't really know. Cloak what they and did. Dagger. The first season was really good. I haven't had a chance to watch the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloak and but yeah, Cloak and Dagger was actually really good. Um, I kind of hope that. Uh, once that license reverts back to Marvel, we'll start seeing them in like more of the mainstream stuff. Yeah. Um, what about CW? I'm honestly blanking on originals that Hulu has made. I know they've made some. Let yeah. me do another quick internet search. What about CW? Um, I mean, The Flash has been good for a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, what's their worst show? I feel like, I thought the the one hundred really fallen off the last couple of seasons, but I don't know if it's their like worst show necessarily. Um, probably the reboot they tried to do with Charmed. What I would have to say is the worst. We we've had the one season over here. I don't know when E four is putting season two on. Yeah. I don't even know that it's they filmed season two yet. I think it's renewed for season three. So, <laughs> uh. yeah. Um, it, it it was it was never going to be as as good as the original, but I agree it's 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 got some stuff in there. But uh, I made it through good. about forty five minutes of the first episode and I turned it off. Isn't that how long the episode is? Or or do you forty five minutes of access? the hour? I'm counting the commercials. Oh right, right, yeah, okay. Um, what other shows that CW have done has been bad? I don't know. I I felt yeah, like last like. I mean, we haven't had season seven of the the one hundred yet, but the last couple of seasons, I feel like, have fallen off. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what I mean, they've done a ton of stuff that's probably not relevant because it was so long ago. Like they did a show called Vortex, but that was like twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, Seventh Heaven, but that ended in two south two thousand seven. Mm. Um, if you're a, a um, Terry Crews fan. There was the the three years that they did. Everybody hates Chris. Um, uh, da, 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 I'm going through some of the stuff they did. Heart of Dixie that lasted a little bit, but you know, not really. Um, Life Unexpected that that actually had an interesting premise, but that only went one season. Um, I'm just looking through some of the stuff they did. Mm-hmm. Sure, I wish would have gotten another ep- a season or two. Is a Reaper. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. No. Basically, uh, this guy when he's born gets his soul sold to the devil, but and then it comes you know claiming on his 18th birthday. But instead of like going to hell and being all super dark and moody, um, he has to capture souls that were escaped from hell. But he gets like random objects from the home improvement store that he works at. To go catch him. 
Like in the, oh, in the premiere cool. episode, premiere episode, he has to go catch a demon with a dustbuster, basically. <laughs> um, and there's some people that you would know in it that were in it. Probably um, Missy Perigam is the one you would most notably remember. She's been in damn near everything. Uh, Ray Weiss makes a great devil in that. Um, Valerie Ray Miller's in it mm-hmm. for a good chunk. Uh, Tyler Labine's in it for most of it. Um, so there was some notable people in it. It, it went two seasons and just kind of ended. Hmm. Uh, what's some of the other big ones? Amazon. Um, Hannah's the Boys really got to be the best. That's probably the best one that I've seen out of the new Amazon stuff. Mm-hmm. Hannah's really good. Jack Ryan's really good. Uh, I haven't. I seen would that. add uh, a Grand Tour, but that's just because I'm a big uh, Top Gear fan. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of worst Amazon show. I, I don't feel like I've actually watched enough on Amazon to say something's a, one of their uh, worst shows. Th- to be honest, they don't really do a whole lot of original original stuff and then advertise it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say Disney Plus, but obviously Mandalorian. Um, yeah. That's a pretty easy answer. They don't really have enough originals to, to really judge that. What other network? What other big ones that are and then you then you're just getting into the broadcast stuff and then right. that'll take forever yeah so all right i think we answered that question um but uh yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this we will intend to do another i think we'll do it mixed again do another would you rather and uh A podcast if you'd like to send those in matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter e talk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes uh, so send those questions in and if you just want to get in contact with Entertainment Talk for any reason particularly you can do that as well uh, you can join our Discord server uh, you can either find that Entertainment Talk on uh, Discord or if you want to ask me for the link that's perfectly fine as well I'm ha- happy to share that with you on Facebook and Twitter uh, Entertainment Talk on Facebook and Twitter uh, eTalk UK on Twitter as well um, what's the other thing um, yeah, if you want to find everything that we've got, of course, on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Remember, that's where you can now get the instant podcast, which is as soon as we finish recording the podcast, I will then put that on Patreon as an unedited instant podcast. There is a podcast out there that uh, discusses what that's all about, so you can have a look out for that. Uh, and that's also, of course, for Patreon's also, of course, for ad-free uh, podcasts and review options, so have a look on there as well. Amazon affiliate link, if you shop on Amazon, we can get a small cut, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those, both myself uh, on Entertainment Talk and Geek Town. Uh, that's run by David, of course, geektown.co.uk for your TV and film news. Uh, Geek Town Radio is on Tuesdays, have a look out for those and all that good stuff. Uh, Bex is on Twitch. She is Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and follow her, subscribe to her on Twitch for all that good entertaining fun over there. Uh, and the Alien Isolation stuff, which I think is on Saturdays as well, so have a look out for that. Um, me and uh, David are on Twitch sometimes as well, and of course look out for Let's Play Sundays. Uh, speaking of Let's Play Sundays, the 50th episode is going to be this Sunday, and it will be a special one. There will be more than a couple of videos, so have a look out for that as well. But thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.